Hello, friends. You found the Teens in Quarantine podcast. I'm your host, Christine Tan, bringing you stories of hope, courage, and creativity of teenagers around the world during this COVID-19 pandemic. Now, with the worldwide quarantines came a slowdown of much of the global economy, but little did I realize it at the time. But it would also result in a local slowdown of my internet speed. So I mentioned in episode one how our family moved to a new house during the height of the stay-at-home orders here in Australia. It was during this time we tried to set up our new address with internet service. We called the provider we used at the old house, and they told us it would be a month before a technician could come out to the new place to set us up with Wi-Fi. Um, say what? Come again? Did you say a month? Around the same time, the government was telling us that all students would be staying home for term two for computer-based lessons. Now, with all four kids back at home doing school, having no internet was going to be like homeschooling in the 1980s. Okay, I don't actually know what it was like to homeschool in the 80s, but I'm not about to find out. So I went to a competitor's store to see if they could provide us internet service sooner. Long story short. They actually were able to provide us service, sort of. While they also told us we would have to wait before we could connect to the national broadband cable network, meaning high-speed internet, they provided a modem for us to use with unlimited data until we could be connected to the cable. Now that's what we're using now, and it works well enough for the time being. But it lags quite a bit when many people are on at the same time, especially if someone in the house is streaming Netflix, YouTube, or playing video games while I am simultaneously recording an interview for the podcast. Can someone say first world problems? So why am I sharing with you my Wi-Fi woes? Well, it's because I've got no shame in my game, friends. This episode and some of the upcoming episodes were recorded under less than ideal internet connections. Sometimes the response from my guest is laggy, and phrases may be difficult to make out. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. I mean, I'm sorry if the audio is not as top-notch as we've become accustomed to in podcasts. But I'm not sorry for putting out episodes that are true to our times. I mean, it's a laggy kind of world right now. Am I right? We're all encountering obstacles and trying to do simple everyday tasks. And in some parts of the world, it's nearly impossible to do anything that resembles normal life. Maybe this pandemic is a wake-up call that we've taken for granted for too long. So many things in our life, including including blazing fast internet speed. Maybe it's time we slowed down. Well, that we actually don't have a choice about right now. But maybe, just maybe, if we can slow down both our bodies and our minds. Be still for a bit. We will discover what are the most important things in life, and who are the most important people in life. These are the things and the people that really matter in the end. And if we don't know who or what that is, maybe these are the days to figure that out. And maybe, just maybe, we don't need as fast an internet speed as we think. Uh, hi, my name is Zoe. I'm sixteen. And I'm currently、uh, social distancing in Split, Croatia, with my family.
tell me, how did a California girl end up in Croatia in the middle of a pandemic? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not very common. My parents are both um, self-employed right now. And I have uh, um, siblings and they decide what better time uh, to take a road trip to. So uh, we've been in Central Europe for a couple months visiting relatives here and there. Uh, and we were in Italy when the pandemic reached Europe, started catching up to Europe. So we decided to head on over to Croatia because it, it was the best place to be at this time. So now we're here for at least another month. Wow. Now, do you have any family members or do you know any, did you know anybody in Croatia before you got there? No, no. Um, as far as I'm aware, oh, we don't wow. have relatives in Croatia. So it's just us. Oh, wow. Okay. Why didn't you just come back to the U.S. Um, at that time? Yeah. Um, we'd been around a little bit, mostly Germany. And then we'd just um, headed over to Italy. We'd been to Italy for maybe three weeks. It's getting a little hazy, but I think three weeks we were in Rome. Um, and it was when Venice was shutting down. They were shutting down everything. And that was our next stop. So um, we just skipped over that and headed um, right to Croatia. Also, just um, for the safety of our own family back at home, mm. um, traveling after we could have been exposed in so many places, mm. it just seemed more logical to stay put. Yeah. And it's a really safe place to be. Um, we wouldn't really be much better off going back home. It's, um, there's no big pluses to going home. So, yeah. So what, what is the situation right now in Croatia? Well, there are cases here in Croatia up in, um, up in the capital and around, but as far as I know, there's not many cases around us. So we're really safe. Um, but yeah, mostly we have to stay home. Not everyone follows that cause we're really close to the beach. So there's still people going to the beach every day, but yeah, definitely way less social interaction and we stay in, inside mm -hmm. most of the time. How has this experience challenged your, you as a person or, and um, you know, has it changed your family? We play a lot of board games and stuff like that. So we're definitely getting closer, mm -hmm. um, but also fighting quite a bit more <laughs> when you're with people so much so yeah it's definitely changing our dynamic mm. um good and bad mm. I think that's really realistic I like that because a lot of what people want to show you know sometimes on social media or whatever it's like oh this is great we're spending so much more time as a family and we get mm -hmm. to do all this stuff but the reality is also like it's really intense and there's no there are fewer outlets fewer places for people to like just get a break from each other so I I think that it's natural that you know there's a little more fighting or a little more tense yeah. you know um uh, tension at times so yeah well, that's, um, I think that's normal. What is the Croatian mm -hmm. response as a, as a people or as a culture that maybe you've seen? Yeah, well, if I was solely comparing it to the, to the U.S., um, there's definitely less of, just in general, less of a, um, 
like stocking up mindset. Like there's hardly much bulk buying from what I've seen. So like just um, when everyone was going crazy about toilet paper, it's kind of evened out now. But um, all my friends are telling me like I we don't have toilet paper because everyone's taking the toilet paper. And I mean, there was less here, but it was not as extreme as there. And people in the stores, um, it just, it, there's definitely a panic, there's fear, but it doesn't seem as hysteric mm-hmm. <laughs> as what I've heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you picked up any Croatian at all? A few words or phrases? No, <laughs> no not at all? No. no, I'm really lacking on that. It's, yeah. Is English spoken there? Yeah, definitely. Oh, okay. So most Croatians also speak English as well. Oh, yeah, the majority. So Mm. it's not an issue talking to people. If you were to go home tomorrow, how do you feel like you have changed as a person because of what you have experienced? The person I was before is so far. (laughs) Hmm. Um. I definitely know myself more, I think, spending so much time alone. Mm. I'm my best friend. <laughs> mm-hmm. My my mom and my sister, they want to get out all the time, but I'm enjoying it, to be honest. I love um, cooking and reading and staying home by myself. So I've definitely learned that I can withstand a whole lot more time by myself. Mm. I'm a better companion <laughs> yeah. than I thought. Oh, for yourself. You're a, be- you're a better companion yes. for yourself. I don't know if my family members would say that, but to myself. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's I think that's good. Self-realization is always a good, um, the more self-realization we have, I think that's always uh, a good thing. I think it helps us to be more human and understand how we interact with each other. What do you miss most about California? Um, well, I miss my family a whole lot. (laughs) We used to, um, live just a couple blocks away from my grandparents. Mm -hmm. So I miss them a whole lot. Uh, and also a little thing that I miss, which is kind of weird and I didn't realize I'd miss is, um, CVS. (laughs) There's nothing comparable to that here. So I had a CVS really close to my house. So just all the little bits and ends like hair ties and stuff like that and it is so hard to find little things here Uh but when I'm home I'm just oh I'll go to CVS because they have everything there well thank you for sharing with me Zoe your experience um of quarantine in a foreign country so far from home but I think it's Mm -hmm. just been really um eye-opening to me just to talk to you and to see what a positive you know, outlook that you have on trying to make the most of this experience that you have there. So I will definitely um, hope and pray for your family to get back to the U.S. safely as soon as that is, as soon as the time is right. And um, yeah, look forward to connecting with you again. Take care, Zoe. Bye. Bye. What a different type of experience it must be to be quarantined in a foreign country thousands of miles away from everything familiar to you. Would you find that experience an adventure or a nightmare? I'd be interested to know. For me, knowing that I can go for a walk around my neighborhood, go to my familiar grocery store or pharmacy, these 
all bring a level of normalcy and stability to a very unpredictable world right now. I mean, just being able to wave to a neighbor or run into a friend is comforting to me. In fact, just this morning, I was coming home from a walk with John, one of my sons, and we ran into a neighbor raking leaves. We chatted from a safe social distance for about 15 minutes and talked about what we were all up to at home and even shared what we were learning from this whole experience being quarantined. But it was the ability to share with that person face-to-face in a familiar setting that helped me feel more normal. Just knowing that we were all in this together and feeling less in isolation. I know Zoe and her family have each other and their faith in God and that they are going to make the most of this experience. This quarantine allowed me to make a new friend across the world, which I count a blessing. And I do pray they will be able to continue on their European road trip sooner than later and that they return to the U.S. safely when the time comes. That sound means it's time for the TIQ challenge. This episode's challenge has a few parts, but don't worry, it doesn't have as many steps as the letter writing challenge in episode two, which is still not too late to get in on. But for this challenge, you may use Google. So first, locate Split Croatia, where Zoe is quarantined. Then find the answers to these three questions. One, what is the capital of Croatia? Two, what large body of water borders Croatia? It's also where Zoe is staying near in Split. Three, what breed of large dog is said to have originated from the region of Croatia where Zoe is in quarantine? Now send me, send me your answers to teensinquarantine at gmail.com or send a DM to me on Instagram to at Christine Tan Photography. Everyone who submits answers will be entered to win a virtual photo shoot. And finally, if you want to see the images from Zoe's virtual photo shoot, go visit christinetanphotography.com and click on the button that says Teens in Quarantine Project. Okay, all this info and all the ways you can connect with me will be listed again in the show notes, so be sure to check those out after the show if you missed any of this. Thank you, thank you, friends, for listening to the Teens in Quarantine podcast today. It means a lot to me that you took a few minutes to include me in your day. You won't want to miss episode four, where we go back to California, and the teen in quarantine there reveals for the first time a special project she's been working on, and she needs your help to finish it. That's coming up next episode. So subscribe to the podcast to hear when that episode first drops. In the meantime... I'm Christine, encouraging everyone to look out for each other, create something new, and wash your hands.